DJ T Mac checking in flavor in your ear radio here with an artist out here on Cape Cod creating his new project. He goes by the name of G4 Jag. Yeah, yeah. And I'm really excited to be here. Thank you very thank you very much for uh, you know, opening the door and letting me come have a conversation with you. Man, thanks for coming to rock with us, DJ T Mac. Appreciate you. Absolutely, man. Not it's very rare, like I said, to find hip hop out here on Cape Cod, homegrown. But then for people to come out here to want to create is uh, very interesting. Well, um, I got to give the credit to my producer, uh, Mefux, because this was all his idea. Um, he, he comes to the Cape to find inspiration. He comes here, you know, for peace and good times all the time. So it was kind of his idea to have me come out here and let's create this album out here. That's really awesome. So that was really going to be my first question. What brings you out here? Right, right. Um, so that's pretty cool that you've been coming out here for a while. Is it vacation? Uh, do you, Does your family have a home out here? Kind of what? Why do you come out here? So I live in Falmouth. Uh, I live in Falmouth and I live in Boston. Uh, but I come to the Cape, you know, for like the summertime. And mm-hmm. like, you know, I come out here to record and make music. And this time I just had a different view, like feel about it and wanted to, to go to P-Town because like everybody shuts like shuts down everything during like the winter time. So mm-hmm. like I was just like this will be perfect for isolation and just like, you know, focus directly on the album. So that's pretty much it. Yeah, that's the, the gist of it. That's awesome. That's really cool. I uh, I came out here in like 2017 to start working really through the summer. And, you know, I was just trying to find myself. So I started DJing, started doing this uh, radio show here on this. It's an all-volunteer community radio station. So it's a crazy variety okay. of music that is on there. But I started producing a little bit. And I actually hooked up with an artist myself. And we created a project. And really out here being in the winter it really you're so isolated it's so different from the fast-paced summer you know when you work here in the summer it's really it's really fast-paced and crazy there's really no time to rest so in the winter being able to sit down relax and create is something i really enjoy doing so that's awesome that you guys were able to come out here and sort of experience the same thing pretty awesome view in the background i wish i came a little earlier we would have had a you know the golden hour that they call (laughs) it but pretty awesome that we got the low tide here um so p-town you know it has a rich history of art um people coming out here painting you see all the art galleries have you you been able to go to any of the galleries in town well we've been really focused on the creation of the project but we have been like you know perusing the town through our day-to-day activities and um i noticed that there was like that me and me folks was talking about like yo everything's art galleries i think that's pretty dope because you could tell like the community has a lot of you know creative energy absolutely for a long time you know it's a rich history it's a it's like a really Portuguese, like fishing town and art town. Right. You know, rich history of filmmakers coming here. Even more recently, there's a show on, um, I forget what it is. It's called like High Town or something like that. But they film here in Provincetown. Um, so, you know, um, writers, authors, people go out to the dunes to isolate, going out on dune tour. I highly recommend <coughs> doing that. I don't think they're running right now. But uh, yeah, really cool that you came out here to create. Um, the, well, you have me fucks here. This is the, you're one of your producers, uh, working on the latest album called regression, right? Right. right. Um, how do you, I, I noticed that on a lot of your projects, you work with one producer. So how do you come the, to the decision about which producer you're going to work with kind of when you work with them? Um, how does that come to be? And even how you choose to do a project, like coming out here 
isolating and choosing to do this with me fucks? No, that's a great question. Um, really, that pair, that 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 plan really came from like my brother Flea Lord. He's like the founder of uh, the Lord Mob, which I'm currently signed to. So um, he really set that standard. Like I'm gonna work with kind of one producer on a body of work, so he can really isolate himself and a, a, a specific sound to sell in his market, and then move on, you know, to the next body of work and the next producer. Um, he's currently putting out, you know, 12 projects this year, you know, 2020. So that's amazing. Putting yeah, in work. He's putting in a lot of work. So he's about to drop his uh, 12th project. Um, in the name of P, uh, Prodigy. Um, it's in remembrance of um. You know the OG prodigy from Mob Deep, which is uh, he had very very close relationship with, and um, he this is one of the projects where he's using you know multiple producers because it is such a you know kind of a big kind of thing that's going on within the name of P. But I, I really took that paradigm from him, like working with one producer, finding someone who I'm very comfortable with, someone who makes sense from a business standpoint. Also, you know what I'm saying? You got to make sure mm -hmm. the business is right. Um, and, um, you know, kind of isolating yourself and trying to make the best possible work. So um, this year I really was able to really do that a lot, working with Dirty Digs, um, locked in with me folks for a project. Um, and uh, those, you know, they, you can hear the work, you know what I'm saying? Like you hear uh, the Dirty Digs project is a very unique sounding project. It's very sticks to his guns. My project progressions, um, if you listen to it, all the beats are very cinematic. They're movie-esque. They almost sound like it's from a score of a movie. Very much so. Yeah, so that that's kind of the vibe that me and me fucks bring together. I feel like when I work with me fucks, we make like a bigger sound than music. Um, all the other projects are amazing, and I love them. They're all like your kids, you know. You don't like to pick which one is your favorite. Sure, sure. But um, I do know that you know when I work with me fucks, the goal is to create like a bigger sound. It's it's to progress. So um. I just, you know, those projects are really near and dear to my heart because it shows, like, the steps forward that I'm taking in my career. And you really just like to collaborate in general. Uh, who, who is it? Mussolini, I yes, think? Yes, yes, my brother. Uh, Salute to Mussolini from Watch the Heights. I heard him a lot on the tracks, and I really like the way you guys almost balance out the track. You have a very unique voice. That's one of the first things that stuck out to thank me you, is the low you. voice, the tone. Um, but him and the way you guys go back and forth, I, I like it a lot. I find it very interesting. And like I said, it balances out the track very well. Um, yeah, me and, me and Mussolini actually have a whole project that we dropped this year called Scriptures in the Sky. Yep, so yeah, that's why you was able one. to um, find you know a lot of collaborations with me and the bro. And that whole process was organic. Like We really just locked in the studio together, um, fed off each other's energy, you know, Beat selection. That's another uh, project. We didn't have one producer. We kind of used, like, I, I, I picked a couple of my favorite producers. He picked a couple of the his, and we met in the middle and kind of, you know, just tried to make the best possible product. Nice. Is Love Kills off that one? Yes. I like that song. That one stuck out to me. That one I had to jot down. Thank you. I enjoyed that you. one a lot. Yeah, that was, like, one of my first double-time kind of flows. We're going to, uh, I think we're going to let you hear a new, I, I don't double-time. With double-time, so for people who are not aware, um, like, you know, fast rapping, going going like to, to, to the beat, like maybe two times, you know, the speed is what I mean when I say like double time flow. So a lot of kind of the newer music has like a double time flow. I, I traditionally like to stay, you know, in my pocket, but um, Love Kills is a song where I kind of stepped out of that comfort zone. Mm -hmm. And um, I really, you know, in my entire career, that's the only time I've done that. So you're today, we're going to let you guys hear the second time I've done that. And um with me fucks and uh, it's kind of it's an amazing record 
exclusive, you guys. Exclusive coming to Cape Cod. Yeah, this is not coming out till probably spring 2021. Very awesome. Throw out your social media real quick so anybody that's listening, they could follow you, find you, and, you know, say what up, that they're tuned in. Yeah, if you're looking for um, me, fucks, what i like you to do is go to Instagram, type in the at sign, M-E-P-H-U-X, me, fucks. See your orange logo. That's how you know you're in the right place. If you're looking for G4Jag, tap in the at sign G, the number 4-J-A-G, and you're going to see, you know, uh, my face is going to be a big, handsome fella. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You'll, you'll, you'll recognize me. It'll say the big Lord. So um, please feel free to tap in. Talk to me. I talk back. So how involved in the production are you guys are out here together? Are you mostly just coming in when it's almost ready, picking beats, or you, you're picking samples and sounds? How involved in the production are you? Yeah, let okay. me first. So usually when I produce an album, like I produce each track individually for, for that artist, like specifically because like I treat their voice as an instrument. So a lot of the audio engineering that goes into it has to take into account like, you know, the artist's vo- vocals and, you know, make sure that you get all the frequencies correct. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, this one was interesting because I actually had a few beats in the stash that I made for progression um, that just like didn't make the cut. But like on second review, we were like, this this works perfectly for regression because mm-hmm. they were darker style beats. Mm-hmm. Uh, regression being the flip opposite of progression, like you know, like we wanted to like take a grimier approach to it and you know do some more street style hip hop like mm-hmm. boom bap. Um, but we really went all over the place. Like regression is 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 a very interesting body of work, and I think like you know the fans are going to be really in tune with it. That's really awesome. That's something that I noticed. You know, progression was the last time regression. So obviously we got like polar opposites right there. Right. I'm how not- did you how did you guys kind of come up with that concept? I get you kind of answered a little bit uh, that it's almost a darker sound progression was five five tracks this one is like nine or so maybe you said it's it, it, a little bit be more a full-length ep um uh only because just organically uh, it made more sense at this point um me and me fucks are like we, you know I, I like to do music with people who I have genuine ties with so when we did progression you know me and me fucks were really getting to know each other and becoming you know good brotherhood but now it's you know we're at a different space we're kind of locked in you know full force right now so um, it's time, you know, to give a world a full album with me and him. And then it's, you know, I'm a Gemini. So that's really where the idea came from with, with, with progression. We wanted to give them like a darker side of me because, you know, life is about balance. That's something I, you know, I genuinely believe. And um, progression is, you know, it's a great statement and it's a statement towards the, the goals that I have. But there are things you got to do to remain balanced in life. And regression is a statement of that. And um, I believe the album uh, is a full length because it's a genuine reflection of my life currently, whereas progression is more of a reflection of my goals. It's, you know, it's always good to know where you want to go, but when you're talking about where you are, it's, it's, it's always, you know, a lot more deeper to dig into. You know what I'm saying? I like how you broke that down. That was, that was pretty in-depth. Some artists just be like, you got to listen to the music, but I like that you gave us some insight like that. So yeah. that's really dope. I'm excited to hear it. Um, I, you drop very consistently, so we, three over three projects this year, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, it, it's difficult. You have music on a few different platforms, trying to figure out, you know, w- which came out when or whatever. But three this year, three plus this year, last year also. Um, do you know when 
regressions will be coming out? Do you have a tentative date or month in mind? Um, it's tentatively set for the spring of 2021. Spring. Um, the okay. first thing on our bill is the Lord Mob compilation. Uh, we're introducing all of our brothers. Um, we, we, uh, me fucks currently, uh, is working with my brother Flea Lord, and they started, you know, an entire label. And I'm one of the artists that signed to the label along with my brother Ito, uh, my bro TF from the West Coast, and my bro Funk P from the West Coast. And we got a lot of, you know, people that's coming up, you know, behind that mob as well. It's like I kill Ali, Young Act, my man Zaza Lord, Connie, Santana Fox. Um, so that you know, it's a lot. It's really just like a mob full of genuine creatives and people who are like morally sound and creatively blessed and like really coming together to push the vision forward. So um, it's beautiful. So the first thing we want to do, like as a brand, all of us, we kind of agreed upon is we want to put the compilation album out first and and make that statement that, you know, Mm -hmm. hey, we're here. This is the crew. Yeah, this is us. This is who, this is what we're doing. And you haven't really gotten that energy in a very long time, especially not to the level that, you know, we plan to do it for the world. Mm -hmm. So um, it's, you know, that's really the main focus right now is make sure the Lord Mom compilation is sound and really crush the world with that. And then once that's, you know, that wave is started and we create that that fire, then I'm going to come, you know, hopefully and pour some gasoline in order and, you know, continue to help Keep it building. Burn. Yeah. Nice, man. I like that a lot. Um, so break down your name, G4 Jag, Flat Family. You did. You just kind of broke down Lord Mom a little bit, but break down your name. Okay, so um, Jag is my real name. It's just my initials. Like, you know, it's nothing real cool with that like you know what i'm saying it's just literally my initials and then um the g4 thing was a name given to me by some uh young ladies when i was in school um i wasn't really with the you know basketball shorts and flip-flop i'm from harlem new york city so we kind of have like a reputation you know with our parents and the way we carry ourselves so you know the g4 you know they used to call me g4 you know fly like a plane it was you know it's just stuck with me for a while so cool that's cool that's the history behind it the fly family thing um, you know, of course, I am G4, so I uh, actually, you know, I'm a father of four, and um, I believe in family life, you know, heavily. So the fly family is like, you know, I don't believe you, you, you know, you can't talk fly talk or, you know, that kind of successful talk if you're not making sure your family is successful. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. uh, fly family was like my all-inclusive kind of idea to make sure everybody around me was winning, and it then turned into, you know, kind of like a crew. I'm not going to say... I mean, we are a label. We do do distribution and we do things like that. But my focus right now is the Lord Mob brand. Um, my guys under Fly Family are like working diligently. Akil Ali has been like kind of a brand leader for 2020, the fourth quarter for us with his last project, Dirty Spirits, uh, on all digital streaming platforms now presented by Doe Network. So if you haven't got a chance, please check that out. I heard a couple of tracks. I like it a lot. Yeah, it's a beautiful, beautiful piece of art. And, um, He's my, well, as, as I've been focusing on, focusing on the Lord of my brand and playing my role, Akil Ali has been kind of taking a leadership role and helping with the Fly Family brand and, you know, building his own brand in his career as well. So it's been kind of like just a beautiful matrimony amongst everybody. That's great, man. It's, it's great to hear and, and see the growth. That, that's really cool. You know, organic um, stuff happening. Um, so you mentioned you're from Harlem, but you spent some time in Buffalo, New York as well. A lot of time yeah. out there. And obviously you got you know, some Griselda on right now, and you, you mentioned that you work with them. So talk about that, kind of your, your connection there. Is that how you guys connected? Was a, a Buffalo connection, or how did, and how did you guys connect? Uh, so the way I kind of got into the scene was I stopped making hip-hop for a really long time. I've been making beats since I was 16, and I'm 35 now, so a long, long time. 
I stopped making hip hop for a long time. Um, a good portion of that was spent like doing EDM and you know trip hop style stuff. I uh, started listening to Conway from a friend of mine named Trill, and I was like, I can make a beat like that, like in five minutes. Like that's nothing. Like I can I can pull that off. It didn't take five minutes. It took much longer than that. But I did end up making a beat, and that beat was then used for a project called Draco, a record called Draco that went on the Organized Grime EP. Um, so that's how I kind of got into it. And then Conway had introduced me to Flea backstage at a concert when he was opening for Freddie Gibbs. And then me and Flea hit it off. Um, and I started to work with Flea a lot and ended up doing two records with him, one called Pray for the Evil and then one called Pray for the Evil 2. Um, we've got Pray for the Evil 3, the trilogy set up for next year. Um, not sure when that's going to drop yet, but anyways, long story short, I met G4 through Flea. Um, and as soon as I heard his voice, I was like, I need to produce for this guy. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, it was a mission to, to basically work and, you know, progression was the first, you know, real collab between me and G4. That's great. Progression was the first thing you guys are building, you know, doing the second one already. So, uh, talk a little bit about your Buffalo connection, the time you spent out there and how Harlem and Buffalo influenced you and your music, maybe separately or, or similarly. Um, well, yeah, I, I moved around. Um, so I'm a 9-11 survivor. I wasn't, you know, going to graduate high school and shit like that. I was kind of making a lot of bad choices. And um, I ended up getting into a school in Niagara Falls, New York. So, um, you know, that was like the only school I really got into. It was like kind of a rough situation. But it was like your opportunity to get out of Harlem. And, um, you know, when I didn't think I was going to have one, you know what I'm saying? So we took the shot. I, I went to school. That's how I ended up in Niagara Falls. College didn't really work out for me. Um, I ended up, you know, dropping out of school, but uh, living in Niagara Falls. So my first real experience in West New York was like living in Niagara Falls and then going back and forth to Buffalo because a lot of the students, a lot of my friends, people I was messing with, you know, they lived in Buffalo. Uh, my man, El Biz, um, he was related to uh, one of my good friends, John, who uh, was one of like one of my roommates, lived on like the floor and shit like that. And um, he was a musician, a singer, and um, he would he would pull up and like, you know, take me to the studio and shit. We go create in Buffalo. And then that's how I started really linking with like the Buffalo music scene. Like, you know what I mean? Um, shout out to A Status and uh Elma Ave and uh Scripps and uh my boy Mark, uh the group in Buffalo who really kinda like, you know, took me in as their brother and we started uh Still a Hustle Records. Um, still us records. We started working with um Thugsman, uh, my man Thugsman out of Buffalo, and he was with uh Buff City Records, who had uh Benny and Conway signed at the time with DJ Shea. Mm -hmm. So uh, my first experience was kind of like going to the studio with Thugs and and Rittens, and you know that's why I got to first meet Conway and um DJ Shea, and really like you know organically meet with those guys. And um, to be honest with you, um. You know, we kind of, I took my own path musically. That 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 was just more like a friendship. That wasn't like a music relationship. That was just like, you know, we do music together, but these are the guys. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's, my, it's more genuine love. And um, I, I moved back to the city. So I wasn't in Buffalo no more. Like, I was up there for like 10 years. So, you know, I had a lot of good relationships with people because I lived there. My kids was born out there. A lot of my family was established out there. Rochester, New York as well. So um, when I moved back to New York, I ended up meeting Flea 
in a studio that I was working in a lot. So I would be coming in, he would be leaving out. And we just always just found each other in the same space at the same time. We were just both working a lot, you know what I mean? And um, he actually made the decision to turn around and invest in my sound. Um, he would listen to, like, I had, like, 200 songs unreleased at the time. And maybe 150 songs. Something I might be exaggerating a little bit. But probably, like, 150 songs. And um, he went through all the songs and kind of broke them down into 10 songs and created the Survivors Project. And that would be the project that dropped uh, January 2019. So um, kind of ever since then, when he executive produced that project, we just kind of began an organic relationship. And he had his own relationship with the, you know, kind of the Griselda movement. So when I started, you know, kind of going to his shows with him, it was just kind of like, you know, a reunion. You know, you start mm -hmm. to see people you see from your past. You start to see people, you, you know, you kind of, you know, from other avenues of life. And it's just, you know, crazy how the world comes full circle. Like, it's not like all of this was planned and it was like, oh, yeah, Jag is up next. It was like, I, I had no idea, you know, kind of what the, the path would be. I just tried to remain consistent. And I know that in every city that I was in, I just, I'm just going to keep working. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that consistency. Like I, like I mentioned before, the all the projects this year and last year, I see it. It's cool, man. I, I, Thank I, I, I enjoy Thank the music and the sound. And Still Surviving is a project? Yes, that came about? out January this year. Oh, that one came out this year. Okay, yeah, that's I, the, that, that would be one. the follow-up to The Survivors. Okay, I think I, I got to go back and, and get to that one still. Yeah. Um, it's a lot of work, man. You got to take it's your It's a time. lot of projects, yeah, yeah, yo. Yeah, I think I, last I, I, year we did. I dropped five projects last year. Then this year I'm three in, maybe four in. So I mean, like that's that's a, that's a nine piece. But I'm like I come from the, the house of the Lord, so Flea dropped twelve this year. So I mean, like my little nine don't really sound like much. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You, you're still working. You're still trying right. to get somewhere. I'm still trying to do my chin ups. That's you know great, man. You mentioned um, being a nine eleven survivor. That's something that I I I found, and you know that's that's crazy. How old were you when that happened? Um, I was 17, no, 16. Uh, when that happened, it was, I was in high school, high school for economics and finance at 100 Trinity Place, if anybody wants to look it up. But, um, yeah, we were the closest school in uh, New York City, and uh, we was there. I mean, Crazy, crazy. Obviously, it's a significant day. You drop projects on that day, typically? Yeah, typically I try to drop on 9-11 because um, that was kind of one of the defining. All of my release dates are so I, I plan release dates for me and, like, all my artists around significant dates in their lives or significant dates to them. For example, Akilah's Elise Project dropped 11-11. He's very into numerology, and he's very into, like, uh, you know, kind of self-awareness and understanding that, you know, how different uh, energies work in the universe. So that was a very important date to him. I dropped the Survivors and Still Surviving on January 3rd. That's the day my grandmother passed away. So, you know, that's just a date where I always want to drop music and, you know, kind of remembrance and, 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 and ode to those people that I lost. If you look on the back of my albums, there's always an RIP to somebody or whoever I've lost this year because, unfortunately, I found myself, you know, surrounded by a lot of death, you know, at times. But, you know, I use that to fuel a positive energy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't get consumed by the negativity. I just try to push that basket into, you know, another positive one and just mm -hmm. keep the shit moving. That's cool, man. I respect that. I, I like that. Um, a very unique voice, as I mentioned. That's one of the first things that I noticed about you. Is that kind of always how you rapped, or is that something that you developed over time? And, and how long have you been rapping? That's, that's something I'm also interested in. 
Um, I started later than most people who are like genuinely hip hop heads. I I didn't start rapping until I was about seventeen years old. Mm-hmm. Um, I got into it just basically off of being in high school and my friends started a little clique and you know they was all rapping. They was they was getting the little shorties. They was they mm-hmm. was who was lit. I wanted to be lit too, so I'm, I'm gonna start writing too. You gotta, so, you know you gotta get some bars together, right? And um, I started at the bottom, and, you know, eventually I ended up performing at, like, my school talent show. And, you know, just let that kind of come to fruition. I, went, I ended up, like, winning a superlative, most likely to be a star in high school. And I just kind of rode that wave ever That's since. Interesting. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, That's yeah, interesting. Yeah, it was just kind of like, I felt like it's, it's just God's plan. You can't, can't make this shit up. You Amen. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Amen. And we here right now. Once a, th- Thank you again for letting me in. Um this is this is awesome. Like I said, I haven't done an interview in, in a little bit, and finding out that you're here, a genuine hip hop artist who's out here, genuinely creating with a producer. That's that's really cool stuff. Um, do you have a favorite collaboration that you've done? Um, either like a verse on somebody's track, or you mentioned earlier. Obviously, I'm not going to ask you which is your favorite project. There's so many. They're like yeah, children. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but like a favorite verse, maybe people should check out where you you just you feel like that really represents you, where you you just really went off. I don't want to sound arrogant. I mean, I. I, I want to say went That's me. Which one? I'm not about to say one doesn't he go off. That's what I was going to say. I was about to say, I don't know. Pick whatever you like. Like, that's how I feel. All right. No, I'm going to say Dark Days. Dark Days. I mean, yeah, Dark Days is the new video out. Yeah, sure. Let's do it like that. So, my favorite verse right now is going to be Dark Days featuring Akil Ali. It's the last video we just dropped. There's a visual for that. I saw that one. There's a visual for that. Go check that out. Please go run those numbers up. I, I said some really powerful stuff on there, man. Drop some jewels for the people. So, yes, Dark Days on YouTube now. Uh, featuring like I kill Ali featuring me. Let's get that right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a feature, people. It's a feature. Very cool. Um, so me being a DJ, I always, you know, trying to find things to scratch or things to say. And one of your lines that I really enjoyed, I think it's off your guys' last project, is called "Pushing Positivity, but still got the Mac on me." So yes. obviously, it says Mac, T Mac. I'm always. I'm always trying to clip that out and scratch that. That's but, fire. That's but, fire. But talk about the almost dual, like the duality of that line. I mean, so we we you know this is why I love the projects progression and regression, even though regression is not even out yet. But it's duality. I feel like it's like a full definition of life. That's so what it's all about. Yeah, it's all about balance. So uh, Akil Ali uses a word um, that I've been kind of stealing called universal law. It's like um, you don't you. you you don't you don't ever try to push negativity, but for every act, action is an equal and opposite reaction, and um, you know actions always warrant equal and opposite reaction. And, that, and if you believe in universal law, then that energy is not negative. That's just warranted at the time, and um, that's that's something that I believe in life. Like you know, life is about balance, so you always have to do what you have to do to keep balance. Mm-hmm. Balance, man. That's what it's all about. Uh, earlier in the show, I, I recorded um, the first hour of the show already earlier today, and I played a couple of tracks off of Static's new album, The Balancing Act. Um, 
you know that's what it's all about balance and obviously i was going to ask you about that being a family man and doing uh, the music at the same time can you talk about that balance a little bit how, regression how? and regression my friend. okay yep now we're going to start doing the corny artist stuff <laughs> no but in, in real life like it's, it's it's cool that you're picking up on that stuff from to me you know what i'm saying because mm -hmm. that when i say my music is a reflection of real life this is why we're going to hear such repeated topics because there ain't, there's no fluff you know what I'm saying? Like, when you ask me about how to balance, it's progression and regression. That's the answers. You know what I'm saying? Like, you try to move forward every day, but, you know, at times you regress. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm feeding four kids, and I'm an artist. So it's, ne it's never easy. You know what I'm saying? Until I'm, you know, up there with the bigger artists, which I will be one day. I have those visions. You know what I'm saying? Like, I believe I'm going to get there. It's just... You know, I've I made the commitment to fully commit myself to music. I, you know, not to be a Debbie Downer, but right now I'm sitting in Cape Cod. I'm creating this beautiful album, and my grandmother passed away today. You know what I'm saying? My wife is going sorry, through it sorry. right now. And I don't say that for, for sympathy purposes, but I say that to speak on the importance of balance. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, we sit here with this beautiful scenery, and we talk about the, the amount of work we put in, but... The work is the pain. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not here on celebration time. I'm here on trying to create legacy for my future. You know what I'm saying? So I appreciate these opportunities. You know what I mean? Because if not, I could be regressing and going through life. Doing something else, for sure. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's part of the balance. You know what I mean? Like, it's just life, you got to know how to take the ups and the downs, just like your grandmother used to say. That's awesome, man. I appreciate you breaking that down for us. Um Another line that stuck out um, that, you know, it relates to you being here right now is trying to treat the world like the boroughs. I'm not sure which project I was on, but I like that a lot. You know, I'm, I'm trying to be a traveler, too. So talk about that and, and just creating in different places. Um, that that was on Black Coffee, if I'm Black not mistaken. Co that's what that that's the intro, from. right? Um, it's the first song on progression. There's actually a very, very big, big video coming for that very soon. Um, I just we just like kind of shot a movie for that video, like literally. So um, it's uh, when I say I'm trying to treat the world like the boroughs. What I mean is literally the way I used to bounce around New York City when I was providing for my family, like on an hourly basis, is I would literally be all over the city at any point in time. My day starts at four in the morning; it doesn't end till ten, eleven, twelve o'clock at night, and I'm literally in any of the five boroughs at any point in time with the uh, level of work that I had to put in. So, um, you know, I like to treat the, the world like that one day. You know, with this rap music is, you know, me folks just put a put a plan in place that we might be shooting the next video in Moscow. So, I mean, hey. we already on the way to try I'm to global. treat the world like the, like the boroughs, you know what cool, I mean? Cool, man. You only get one life. So, um... You know, you gotta, you have to maximize the time, and you have to try to leave as many good memories and impressions on the world as you can, because that's all you're worth. Amen, amen. I From like my that. perspective, you know, what I mean, everybody got their own opinion. I like that, man. Thank you for breaking that down. Um, so I wasn't really expecting to have you here in the interview uh, too much. So you talked about um, that you sort of. Well, well, I guess you were producing hip hop for a little bit. Talk about how you started producing why you kind of stopped producing it and kind of how you fell back into producing hip-hop. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know if I ever really fell out of it. I've always been a hip-hop fan, like, forever. Um, I just got into synthesizers and doing, like, sample-free music. Different and sounds. Yeah, different okay. sounds, like, getting into, like, electronic music and 
really exploring like how far I could push hip hop, you know, and I, I'll show you some tracks later, but um, they all have like a hip hop feel, but it's, it's very trip hop ish mm -hmm. or like if you're familiar with like Aphex Twin, like it's very like uh, chaotic. Um, mm -hmm. But I got back into hip hop uh, thanks to my friend Trill, um, and uh, I started producing almost immediately for people like Conway, like you know making beats like you know for for big name artists like. And when I linked with Flea, like you know that resume just started to grow substantially. Like I got a track with Trey the Truth, um, I got a track with Westside Gun, Rock Marciano. Um, we had Keisha Plum on there. Um, we had Ito, 38 Special. That, that was all on one album. So, like, just working with Flea, my catalog and resume of people that I've worked with has just skyrocketed. And, you know, I, I hate to say this because, like, you know, I love all the projects that I've worked on, but Regression is, like, definitely my favorite project that wow. I've worked on so far. Like, the style of beats, like, are perfect. Uh, you know the flow and the cadence that G4 brings to all the beats is like nothing like we've created before, um, and I think it's just going to be an instant classic. Like it is truly like a hip hop classic, um, and I don't want to jinx, jinx myself by saying that, but like I truly believe that. And so that's what got me back into hip hop is mostly hanging out with the Lord Mob and you know getting inspired by these guys making such great music and seeing that hip hop's still alive and well, like, you know, there's still a reason to pursue it, still a reason to be a sampler, still a reason to be a DJ, a turntablist, like, mm -hmm. graffiti artist, like, these things exist still and the culture is not gone. It's just, you know, the mainstream is kind of taken over and people have kind of forgotten, you know, where the roots are. Um, and we're trying to bring that back. I like that a lot because that's what I try to do on my radio show. You know what I mean? The uh, You mentioned the mainstream kind of took hip-hop in, in its own direction um, of what people's kind of perception of it is. So I like that you got back into it for, you know, the original reason it kind of started. Um, so that's really cool to hear. I mean, that's amazing that you're working that with those top-notch artist too and a soon-to-be top-notch artist uh i'm really excited for this next project that's coming out um by both you guys and the collaboration project or the compilation i should say with the lord mob right 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 lord coming mob out compilation january january 2021 awesome awesome very excited to hear that um anything else you guys want to give to the people any nuggets tips um, obviously shout out your social media again anything like that let, let the people know kind of where to find you and anything else you want to give to the people of Cape Cod and to the globe where we're streaming you want to go first uh, you go first uh, just don't stop making art like you know never give up on your dreams like you know that's one thing that I, I gave up on I gave up on music and I'm lucky and, and happy that I revisited it because it's made my life so much you know fuller and richer um so i mean i i would just say you know if you're if you're a struggling artist or you're an upcoming producer or you're um you know a turntable list like you know don't stop like keep pursuing it and eventually someone's going to take notice and someone's going to basically see your talent and pick it up like so that was with me with producing like you know getting to meet and link with people like g4 and getting to make the, the style of music and the quality of music that we're making like 
I never thought that that would be possible. And if I would have given up and never touched the boards again or my NPC, like, you know, I would have never made it this far. I wouldn't be sitting here today. So uh, that would be my advice. Just don't give up. Great stuff, man. Great stuff. G4, what do you want to tell the people? Oh, man, I want to say shout out to Cape Cod, man. Thank you for having us for these couple of weeks we've been here, man. Seen a lot of the good locals. We've been supporting the businesses, man. Had some great scallops from Fenizis, man. Salute to Fenizis, man. We've been tearing up Stop and Shop. Uh, it's been a lot of love, man. Everyone here is so friendly, man. So I just want to say thank you to the community of Cape Cod for, you know, letting us use use your space as home for these couple of weeks. And um, please, please tap into the music. Look me up, you know, Google G4 space J-A-G. Google me fucks, M-E-P-H-U-X. Uh, tap into a Kill, Kill Ali, A-A-Q-I-L, Ali space A-L-I. And uh, please, you know, enjoy the music. Uh, support the artists, man. Support the independent artists. You guys and the, uh, the hip-hop community is what keeps us alive. So um, we appreciate the support and everybody who genuinely, like, bleeds this shit like stuff excuse my language oops i try, try not we to made press. it all the way to the end no know, no i'm just playing all the way to the end man. no i'm but just playing i was passionate about what i was saying that's absolutely all was we're saying. gonna keep that in there even. <laughs> I, I see it all the time <laughs> that's awesome i have a feeling we're gonna be hearing some uh, akil ali on the show also i yes. like what i'm hearing from him, him <laughs> as well so guys thank you so much for letting me come in raid the studio for a little bit take over set up uh and have this conversation with you i really appreciate it appreciate you dj t mac man if y'all ain't tapped in man go tap in the dj t mac man for real amen thank you anytime bro cool